Hello, and welcome to the North Boroughs Beat, the podcast that features the people, businesses, and events of Pittsburgh's North Boroughs. My name is Judy Pastor, and I'm your host. Today is October 6th, and we are solidly into Halloween season. I have never seen so many yards decorated with spooky creatures as I am seeing this year. If you drive along the car line, well, what we used to call the car line, which is Center Avenue, Church Avenue, California Avenue and Lincoln Avenue in Bellevue, you'll see several imposing skeletons and a few dragons and goblins, along with some scary black cats. And the Halloween display at the home by the Avalon Loop gets more elaborate every year. I always look forward to see what they're going to do next. And to help you further get into the Halloween mood, the community theater players will present their fall production called That's the Spirit. Today, we are at their home stage at the Community Presbyterian Church of Ben Avon, and we are talking with the director. Welcome, Francis Halley, to the North Bros Beat podcast. Please introduce yourself and tell us how you became involved with the community theater players. Well, thank you, Judy. I'm really happy to be here and promote That's the Spirit. Um, I became involved with community theater players through uh, a board member who was actually in some of the shows that I directed at my home church, St. John's Lutheran Church in uh, Ross Township. That group, for various reasons, folded. Mm -hmm. And in the spring, he contacted me, Joe Stittman contacted Mm -hmm. me and said, we have an opening on our board. Would you be interested in coming on? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, that sounds great. So I came onto the board, and um, we started, Mace started sending us scripts for the potential production this and that's fall. Mace Porak. Right, Mace was, Porak. She's, she's also a board member. Uh-huh. She's in the production. She's been in a lot of other productions here. So I'm uh-huh. brand new to the board, mm-hmm. so uh, apologies if I'm fumbling a little oh, bit. That's okay. but. Um, so anyway, she sent board members a selection of plays to read for the potential fall mm-hmm. production of 2023. And then she said, oh, and I found this one in the garage, and it was the script for That's the Spirit. So <laughs> if you remember back to the, the Honeymooners show, Jackie Gleason would say, I had to open my big mouth. <laughs> well, I did. I opened my big mouth and I said, that's the first play I ever directed at St. John's. And she said, oh, would you do it? And everybody read it, everybody liked it, and would you direct? And I thought, oh, geez, what have I gotten myself into? Fresh to the board, and welcome I'm the director. Welcome to the community theater yeah. players. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. that's the long version of mm-hmm. why I'm sitting on this stage today. Okay, great. Well, those, for those of you that aren't familiar with the community theater players, um, a brief history. Which, um, it was started in 1989 by Brent Dugan, who was at the time pastor of the Community Church, uh, Community Presbyterian Church of Ben Avon, and he got together other interested people in the area. Their very first production was The Mouse That Roared, and they have had, if you go and check out their website at BACTP.com, and we'll put that in the show notes, of course. You'll see a long list of productions that have been done over the years, and they're always a lot of fun. So 
give us so the next one is that's the spirit could you give us an overview of sure. this production um it's i describe it as a spoof on the old hollywood murder mysteries oh. um, it's full of eccentric characters thunderstorms you know all those ubiquitous things that you see in old murder mysteries it takes place in laurel canyon you know, where a lot of famous people have lived, like Frank Zappa and Joni Mitchell. And that's in L.A. It's in L.A. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I said it's full of plot twists and eccentric characters and rotary dial phones. Oh, my. <laughs> for the kids that are going to come to see this, there's a reference to rotary dial phones. Well, they'll see them on the set. And long distance, neither of which they're going to understand. So... <laughs> You're bringing your kids, explain to them landlines, rotary dial phones, and long distance. Oh, that's funny. So when is it set? In we like the think 30s? It doesn't really say in the script when it's set, but it's not that back that far. We think oh. it was maybe late 80s, early 90s. Oh, okay. The playwright, Tim Kelly, passed away, I think, in 1987. Mm -hmm. And I think at that time he was writing for the present. Mm -hmm. So... We're sort of thinking, you know, before the new millennium. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> but not as far back as the 30s. Oh, okay. Well, that's... Yeah, we have a lot of older references, and because I just called uh, Church Avenue the car line. And, yeah, I never and heard that term before. That's because that's where the streetcars used to come. Oh, okay. And that was... Oh, that's interesting. 1960s, okay. I think. Yeah, seven, maybe 70s. No, 60s mostly. Anyway, tell us about the cast members. Okay, some of the cast members are some of our board members. Some of them are people that we auditioned mm -hmm. and uh, brought in some new faces. And the thing I like about bringing in new faces is that it brings in new people to buy mm -hmm. tickets. So um, I'm hoping that when the word gets out to the community, they will, uh, they will want to come. Can we do a little name dropping? We can. Do you want to know the names of the people? Oh, in the sure. Cast? People love to hear their name. Uh, well, Mace Porak, who we mentioned before, she is in it. She's playing the housekeeper Ruby, mm -hmm. who's kind of an acerbic character. Mm -hmm. We have um, Amy Bashnagel. Okay. I probably just pronounced her name wrong, and she's going to hate me for that. Okay. Uh, she is playing the lead. Of, she is the niece of the woman who was murdered in this house okay mm -hmm. um i like to think of her as the the marilyn munster of the group because oh, marilyn okay. was the only one that seemed normal <laughs> among all these eccentric <laughs> characters um joe stittman who is the one who brought me into this production mm -hmm. uh he's playing wayne hopkins who is a mm -hmm. hollywood actor who lives in the neighborhood mm -hmm. um who else if I had the script in front of me, I'd be. Oh, that's fine. Some if somebody comes back, that's yeah. Um, and you're also are you also in it? I am not. You are I'm not. Just, it's been enough to do the directing, <laughs> and I also did a lot of the set design. Mm -hmm. So that I think is really my forte. What I love the most is mm -hmm. doing set design. Mm. And I'll add that we're sitting on the set. Okay, and this is the first time I've ever been up on this stage. It is kind of cool. It's uh, the fellow, it, 
takes place, uh, the play will be uh, done in the fellowship hall of the church, and there are risers and chairs with it. And it's actually a, a nice little theater in the round almost, mm -hmm. not quite the round, but uh, it's, it's really, you get very close to the stage. So well, it's almost like you're here. <laughs> interestingly, bringing up the stage, uh, this stage we acquired from St. John's and Perry's. Oh, I didn't know that. We had purchased this a few years ago, and then when St. John's players kind of dissolved, mm -hmm. they had this modular stage in a storage uh -huh. closet over there, and they were kind of eager to get rid of it and free up some space. Mm -hmm. So we acquired it, and getting it onto a truck was an amazing process. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, you can see the, <laughs> the seams in it here. There's like eight different parts that fold up and they're very heavy. Mm -hmm. So we rented a U-Haul mm -hmm. and the U-Haul did not come with a ramp. So oh, we couldn't no. roll the parts up the ramp. <laughs> so all the men who were there and some of the women oh, lifted it horizontally into mm -hmm. the truck and stacked it. Oh, wow. And they had to do two trips because uh -huh. if the stack got too high, mm -hmm. it would be too dangerous to yeah. bring it down. Mm -hmm. So they made two trips that night mm -hmm. and it took a lot of configuration to get it the way we wanted. We made some additional pieces for wings, mm -hmm. and here we are. Wow. And where do we, where do you store it when it's not well, here? Well, it'll go across the street. Okay. Into the, the uh, garage over there. Okay. And the nice thing mm -hmm. about it is it folds up mm -hmm. like an A, mm -hmm. and it, they're on wheels. Each mm -hmm. piece is on wheels, so it can be rolled across the street into the garage. Oh, so that, that is good because it is big. It is big, and the, we purchased this from a man in Sharpsburg okay. who used it as a practice stage for rock bands that were coming into town, <laughs> and he said, there's been a lot of famous people up on this stage. Really? Yeah. Huh. So um, wow. Good to know. he told us that at one point they used it at a festival where they were auctioning a car, so mm -hmm. that it actually took the weight of the car, so it's pretty sturdy. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. If this stage could talk. Yeah, <laughs> it could tell us. Who did you hear playing yeah. on this stage? <laughs> yeah, in addition to that, I know I've seen several murder mysteries on this stage. <laughs> I'm almost afraid to be up here. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> but, oh, that's great. So it was chosen just because you said... Uh, well, everyone liked it, uh -huh. but the fact that, and this is my third time around with this script because I was initially in the play. Okay. And then, and that was at uh, McKnight Community Players. Mm -hmm. And then I directed it at mm -hmm. St. John's, and now I'm here directing it again. Mm -hmm. So having, bringing in that amount of experience with the script was helpful. Mm -hmm. But still, every time you're with a different cast, mm -hmm. in a different location, in a different stage, Mm -hmm. You have to kind of roll with <laughs> with everything. Wow. So how are the community theater players? Are they different than other uh, groups that you can see? Or? Well, that's been most of my experiences with community theater, except for Prime Stage. I did mm -hmm. a few plays mm -hmm. with Prime Stage. Mm -hmm. But they're wonderful. I mean, they really are a community, mm -hmm. not only in the, the greater sense, mm -hmm. but as a group of people that are putting on a play. Mm -hmm. The actors will help put up the set, mm -hmm. and they'll help with the lights, and they'll, mm -hmm. you know, they'll do anything that needs to be done because we're not actors' equity people. We don't have professional uh, 
stage designers and constructors. Mm -hmm. So we we do it ourselves. We're not on strike. (laughs) So we do it ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I think that really is the essence of community Mm -hmm. theater is Mm -hmm. everybody's in it together. And these things seem to come together very quickly because I don't think it was that long ago that you had auditions. It was July 29th. Oh my so. gosh, that's not that long. No, I isn't. mean, we're talking two, two and a half months yeah. of preparation. And, and everybody mm-hmm. has jobs and children, so you, mm-hmm. know, you have different things pulling on you. So <laughs> sometimes we don't have a full cast, sometimes we do, but uh-huh. you just have to go on the experience that it always comes together. Mm-hmm. It always comes together. So, And it's done for the love of the art. It is, for mm-hmm. the love of the art, for the love of the community, mm-hmm. um, the community that you create when you're doing it. And uh, you miss these people when, they're, when you're done. You really? Know, when you're involved in a play. I've heard that about movie actors, too, that once they're finished with the play and it's a wrap, that they really miss mm-hmm. the people that they uh, mm-hmm. uh, were in the show with. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. Well, that's... That's kind of nice to hear. So if somebody from the community wanted to get involved with uh, the community theater players, Mm -hmm. um, can they do volunteer work? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They can get on the website. They can Mm -hmm. show up and say, you know, I'm willing to do this, that, and the other thing. I have experience uh, backstage, acting, lights, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Our stage manager this year, his name is Corey. Mm-hmm. He auditioned, and unfortunately, we didn't have a role for him, but I mm-hmm. asked him if he would be willing to come and be a stage manager, which he's never done before, mm-hmm. but he's contributed a lot already, oh. Wow! especially with putting up a lot of the pieces that you see around you. Yeah, this is a very neat. Uh, I, like, I like this scene. It's very much like sitting in a... Um, an old... An old Laurel house. Canyon house, yeah. Except... Yeah there's a lot of space out there mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody's looking at you. <laughs> yeah, well, when these lights are on, you, you can't see them looking at you too much. Okay, that sounds good. That's funny. Uh, so it sounds like uh, I also see that you're involved in all types of art and that you, uh, are you teaching a class at La Roche? I am. Uh, let me go back a little bit and say my bread and butter career was as a registered nurse. I've been a nurse oh, really? for oh, wow. about 41 years. Uh-huh. Um, but in the 90s, when we, the first time we tried health care reform, mm-hmm. jobs for nurses got very scarce. Huh. So I went to the Art Institute, graduated from there to you know kind of have a backup plan in mm-hmm. case jobs didn't come back. Mm-hmm. Well, they did, and they paid better. And mm-hmm. uh, Anyway, I kept my foot in the art world. I'm a member of the Pittsburgh Society of Illustrators. Um, Mm -hmm. I do teach classes at La Roche at the Center for Lifelong Learning. Yeah, I've just learned about that. Yeah, it's a great program. Oh, yeah, I'm going to look into that a little bit more. Yeah, you should. I think you'd really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. It's just such a broad spectrum of classes that are being offered. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give a shout out to Jennifer who runs the Center for Lifelong Learning. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's a wonderful person. Mm -hmm. I was part of the pilot program. Mm -hmm. Uh, The people that put it together wanted a program like this uh, that didn't require going to Oakland. 
Yeah, the Ulcer program at yeah. Pitt is yeah. very, very good and is similar, but it is in Oakland. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people in the age bracket that it was geared toward did mm. not want to drive to Oakland. Mm. So this program has exploded since mm. the uh, since its inception. Really? So, yeah. And when did it start? Do you know? Oh, two, three years ago. Okay, so very, very It's very new. Very mm -hmm. new. So the first class I taught <clears throat> was on Pennsylvania Dutch folk art. Um, that's sort of my oh, wow. area of interest is uh -huh. folk art. Mm -hmm. The second class I taught was on Grandma Moses, and that mm -hmm. came out of having done the, the folk art class. Mm -hmm. the, gra the name Grandma Moses came up, and I was surprised at the number of people who said, was she real? And not a, mm -hmm. you know, I think they thought she was a cartoon character. I said she was absolutely <laughs> very real and a very, very interesting life. Mm. And she lived to be 101 years wow. old. So, uh, yeah, so I taught a class on that. And then the next class I'm going to teach, which starts, I think, October 18th, I'm calling it Letter Perfect. We're going to do a, an uh, illuminated letter. Oh. And not necessarily in the, um, the old school design, but like if you like to bake and you want to design your letter with baking mm -hmm. decorative things, or you have children and you want to do something that you could hang in your child's room. So it'll be designing a letter or a word, you know, uh -huh. if you want to do an entire word. That didn't require as much research as the other two <laughs> uh, classes did, but I'm looking forward to being back at La Roche again. So. Oh, that's great. Is that kind of, I know my sister-in-law got a, um, a birthday card that was made out of candy bars is this the kind of thing like with you know you're retired so you no longer have a oh heyday. i've seen those is yeah. it like that and you know and you can oh i can't even remember what they were but it was extremely clever that they put the names of they put the candy bars in you know now you can be a butterfinger or, <laughs> or you know just, just well so nothing cute. that i've come across <laughs> has been anything like that okay uh, there's history, there's there's theology, mm -hmm. uh, there's aerobics, oh. there's water aerobics, mm -hmm. there is classes in, on um, posture and maintaining strong bones. It's oh, it's just all over mm -hmm. the place. There's a theater in Pittsburgh class that takes place usually at least once a term, and that usually involves going to a play. Oh, somewhere in Pittsburgh. That's a great so, idea. Oh, yeah, it's, sometimes it's, it's hard to find people that can all go at the same time. Mm -hmm. And if it's scheduled as a class, yeah, that's great. When I taught the class on Grandma Moses, there happened to be, and I didn't know this before I started it, an exhibit that came up at the Westmoreland Museum <clears throat> called Gate Crashers. Mm -hmm. And it was people who kind of broke the mold on traditional art that came out of Europe. Mm -hmm. They were American folk arts. One of them was John Kane, who was a Pittsburgher by way of Scotland. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them was Grandma Moses. And the third one was, oh, I can't think of his name now, Horace Pippin. Oh. Grandma Moses was a woman, mm -hmm. and John Kane was an immigrant who was also an amputee, oh. and Horace Pippin was black. So they also represented minorities as well as, you know, people who deviated from traditional mm -hmm. studio art as, as was known in Europe. So, mm -hmm. so we've 
concluded the class with the trip to the Westmoreland Museum to see that exhibit. So. Oh, and that museum is supposed to be really a treasure that people don't know about. It is. It's mm -hmm. beautifully curated. It's a beautiful building. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I enjoy going out there. Oh, that's great. Well, let's see. Now, going back to the play. Yeah, go back to the play. <laughs> so when is it going to be? A week from today, we start. Okay, so um, today, today is Friday the 6th. Okay. And appropriately, our little murder mystery starts on Friday the 13th, which is sort of like a, a gift that <laughs> fell in our collective laps. Wow. So, so it'll be the 13th and 14th next mm -hmm. week, Friday and Saturday. The following week, it will be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mm -hmm. so. Starting at? At 7.30. 7.30 mm -hmm. at the Community Presbyterian Church of Ben Avon. Right. Parking is lots of parking right across the street uh, in our parking lot off of Ross Driver. Mm -hmm. um, and the cost is? I believe the tickets are $10, mm -hmm. and they're uh, available on the website. And if you just Google Community Theater Players, of Ben Avon, the website will come up and you can see. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's any pictures of this show on there yet. There is our beautiful uh, poster, mm -hmm. which interestingly is the father of one of our actors, Amy's father, okay. agreed to pose for the, the poster. Okay. And he just, he was so wonderful to have here. He was so cooperative. Amy took the pictures and she probably took over 100 pictures of her dad, and he never mm -hmm. complained. He just <laughs> did whatever we wanted him to. So, And this uh, is Amy Bashnagel? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that her father has been in some productions. I don't think he's been in a production, but he did play the piano okay. for us during mm -hmm. our one-act festival in the spring. Okay, okay. And that's how mm -hmm. I had the idea of, mm -hmm. you know, we should put him on the poster, because the, the story revolves around this man who's deceased mm -hmm. and he was a magician illusionist and his name was uh, the great marvel mm -hmm. it looks like the word marvel mm -hmm. but it's pronounced marvel the okay. great marvel mm -hmm. so everything kind of revolves around him and his house and the the most current occupant of his house who is the victim of the murder oh mm -hmm. and then the rest of it I don't want to be a spoiler, so you're just going to have to come and find out how it all pans out. <laughs> oh, great. He, he agreed to be our uh, great Marvel in the poster mm -hmm. pictures. So, oh, good, good. Yeah. Well, that's that sounds like it will be a lot of fun. And then the uh, church's trunk or treat is also on the 21st. Mm -hmm. But don't worry, they will be out of the parking lot by that time, um, because that's going to be partially held in the parking lot. But uh, the, there'll be plenty of parking. No, no worries. No come, worries. Come early and get some candy. So. And if we have to hold the uh, show for a few minutes till everybody's seated, um, I can make that executive decision as director, I think. <laughs> oh, I, I think you probably <laughs> Or is the can. board going to come down on me? I don't know. Well, I'm so glad that you decided to join us down here in the North Boroughs. I am too. It, mm -hmm. It's just a wonderful. It was sort of serendipitous that somebody retired and, and Joe knew me. And uh, I actually was in a play here last fall, mm -hmm. uh, Southern Fred Funeral. And that was because Joe invited me to come and audition. So I was in that play. And then on the strength of that, I was invited 
to be on the board, and it's been wonderful. It's a wonderful mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping if I take a few posters to La Roche, that sounds we can good. get some of the people from the Center for Lifelong Learning mm -hmm. to come and see this production oh, as well. Oh, good. Okay, well, that sounds like a plan. Yeah, it sure does. A anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, I, other than I've just had a great time working with this cast. Their talents are all over the place. They're creative. They're uh, sometimes ad-lib something that we end up keeping in because it's so funny and mm -hmm. it's just been delightful. Yeah, I always leave these productions just delighted basically, you know, of how much fun this is, that it's a community theater and... Uh, and I can guarantee you this one will not disappoint. Okay, good. Because <laughs> so. there was a show a couple a while ago that had a very explosive ending that was just a complete surprise. I can't remember which was that Southern Fried Funeral. I don't. I don't know. Yep. Anyway, it, it's always it's always fun. You, it all you always leave with a smile on your face. That's what we want. Yeah. Go out smiling. <laughs> yeah. oh, great. Well, thank you so much for Fran for coming on to the North Burrows. Thank you Beat. for inviting me. Oh, this I'm very happy to do that. And thank you, listeners, for listening to the North Burroughs Beats. Um, if you like our show, please tell your friends. And until next time, have a great week in the North Burroughs. Bye.